1: We are spiritual beings having a human experience. Welcome to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
2: This
0: one is called The Pants. Take
1: 8. Welcome to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best looking guys on the radio.
3: Welcome to The Funniest Thing. Yes. Where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better than expected outcomes. Yes, it does. I'm Daryl. And I'm Ed. And we're broadcasting live from middle school studios in Culver City, the heart of Screenland.
2: Yes. And today's show, what's it called? I think it's time to throw mama from the brain, Eddie. (laughs) That's correct. Throw mama from the brain with Swami Beyond Ananda. All of our pains and troubles come from compromising who we are to meet the expectation of others. It's not the expectations that anybody is voicing in the moment necessarily, but what we think they're expecting, thinking and believing that hold us back. On this episode, Daryl and Ed remind listeners that once we switch our intention from concern for ourselves to how we can be an agent of God's love toward others, we break the spell and miracles happen. And during the second segment, Swami Beyond Ananda takes us on the high road to health, happiness, and success with today's daily word, expectation.
3: Now, are we going to do
2: our three breaths? Yeah, I think we should let people know, too, our guest's uh, other birth name, alter ego. I don't know which one's the real and which one is the maybe like the Clark Kent and the Superman. Yeah, but the Clark Kent, Kent is Steve Behrman. Yes. He has a great podcast that we've been listening to called... Uh, Wiki Pavatiki. Yes. Uh, he also is the author of Spontaneous Evolution with Bruce Lipton, and I wanted to read for a little bit from his website. Wake up, um, Wake up, Laughing. I like the mission statement. That yes, I read. It's, it's awesome. It's a quote from Swami Beyond Ananda. It's time to take humor seriously and seriousness humorously, which we agree with. Our mission at Wake Up Laughing is to promote awakening and laughter awakening to the evolutionary understanding that we are each and all cells in a new superorganism called humanity and laughing compassionately about the obstacles we humans have put in our own way. We seek to move forward what we call an upwising, waking up and wising up to our true human potential and engaging millions to participate in the greatest adventure in human history, conscious evolution. That's just part of the mission statement, but we are on board with that. We also... Do our best to encourage and inspire people to take part in their own evolution. But that can be that can sound like a very big word, but it's really a very practical way of life that we always say starts with the morning routine. Yes. Where we recommend having a morning routine of some inspired reading. If you need inspired reading material or to add to your collection, if you go to DarrellNed.com, there's a reading list. You can order the books there that we read. We don't make money off of that, but we recommend the books that we enjoy that have what we call the medicine. That we usually quote from on our show. Yes, and uh, so inspired reading, some meditation, which doesn't have to take long, just a few minutes of quiet time, breathing, ah. focusing on the, the present moment, letting your thoughts, don't worry about trying to still them, let them still by just breathing and letting them run around a little bit and just let go of so uh, you know being so identified with them for a moment. Just relax and send love. To, you know, so we, you call it spiritual sunbathing. Yes, yeah, spiritual sunbathing. And then write down some inspired affirmative thoughts or speak some in your mind or out loud. So write something down that occurred to you while you're meditating or during your reading. But these are some of the things that help to anchor us in our own evolution or just waking, waking up to who we already are and how good life is. And one last thing I want to say about that is the book that you're going to read from. Actually, let's do this. And then we, got, we, got we heard got, about Swami Beyond the right here. Two places. First, in oh, you have the quote around the year. Okay, you around
3: the year, a deep breath of life with Alan Cohen. I don't even
2: know if if Swami Beyond Ananda
3: <laughs> knows he's in here, but, but now he in does. New Jersey,
2: so that's a, a large mouthful to come out in terms of names.
3: But go ahead. But he the, the, actually, there's a quote in a deep breath of life, which is by Alan Cohen, one of the morning reading books we recommended from March 29th. And I'm going to read it here. It says, I have good news and I have bad news. The bad news is that we have lost the key to the door behind which the secret of life is hidden. The good news is that it was never locked. And that's from Swami Ananda.
2: Yes. And so we heard about him there. But then recently we, we received a copy of The Funny Times and... I have to admit, there are times when Daryl and I have referred to this as the unfunny times. But this time, we were loving our copy of the funny times. And we turned to the FUQ section, Frequently Unasked Questions, and found Swami Beyond answering questions. We don't have time to read all of these different things, but we were so delighted by what the Swami was suggesting. Let's see if we can... Let's just get a little... Um, True. It's a, the, the the let's see the 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 uh, writer said no the the reader Very wrote nice. this question dear Swami in these times of great polarity and separation how can we ever end the cycle of vengeance and retribution and he says dear Russell there's an old saying when you find yourself on a vicious cycle stop pedaling man that goes right along with what we, that Will Rogers quote if you find yourself in a hole stop digging true enough we live in a world at odds trying to get even. But that is awkward. I say, don't get even, get odd. An eye for an eye perpetuates blindness. But when each of us develops our unique oddness, we can find the odd solutions that beat the heck out of getting even. So we were so, so touched by that. That's when we found the podcast. And then we said, let's reach out to him immediately. We literally went from reading that to reaching out to Steve. So he'll be coming up in the second segment. There's so many different ways that this show set itself up. It's crazy. Yeah, I'm just grateful how it all works out. Now I know. So you going to read from Alan Cohn since we're on that subject? Yes. Okay. We got. We got. So coming regrets. back to the title. Yes. Throw Mama from the Brain. Last week after the show, for some reason, I said, "Did we ever do a show called Throw Mama from the Train?" And I thought we did. And so Daryl had just talked to a friend of his about. If this fellow was having trouble getting a relationship, the kind of relationship in his life, or, or finding it, or whatever you want, a, right. c- attracting it, demonstrating with a with a partner that he was looking forward to. And Daryl, yes. it must have been your intuition so, that tapped into this, because this was gold.
3: Yeah, I said, well, of course you're never going to meet a girl that, that you find as your equal. Right. Because yeah, he was always finding people he could take care of. Or, right. So, and he would even admit... Well, I didn't really, you know, feel in love with him, but yes, you know, I just thought, well, you know, it's a relationship, right? And I said, well, that makes perfect sense because since I've talked with him, his mother is. The, I said, that's because your mother's the main woman in your life, right? And he would, because he would always think, you know, his mom provides most of his financial support, even
2: though he was an adult male. Yeah, which he's made a lot of progress Oh, with. Yeah, this no longer, the, yeah, yeah, this, yeah, is, it, this that is, that is no longer. Yeah, this is in the
3: past. This is in the past. And the fact that she would always say, don't worry, don't worry, I understand. So the she was like out his to his comforter. Get, yeah, telling him, yeah, yeah, they're all bad. You're good. They just don't understand. Right, they're right, jealous, right. you know. Right. So I said, so I think subconsciously, you'd feel like you were cheating on the main woman on your in your life. And that's why you always felt he had to be wormy when he would meet girls. i go, right. go mm, let me see what I can tell Because he's got her.
2: this other voice inside of him that he has to run things by, and he's yeah. not sure if he's going to be approved by or whatever it is. Yeah, right. I said, you're like a married
3: man who's trying to get a little on the side. Yeah. So it never really is going to gel. Right. So I said, you know what you need to do? You need to break up with your mother. Right. And he was so
2: relieved, like it clicked in his head. Yeah, and I heard that, and it really tapped into some things for me, like, I had to break up with my work because I realized there were times I was holding my job as if I was married to that and other things, right? But then when I really clicked in this title, the next day I was taking a shower and I had some fear coming up about something, a meeting I had is what it was with, you know, I'm a teacher, so I had a special ed teacher. So I had uh, family members, staff members, all these people, and I was running the meeting and I was blessing everyone. And part of me felt like running away because I was afraid everyone's judging me. What I was going to judge, whatever. And so I thought of the song that we used to listen to uh, by Zach Williams called uh, Fear is a Liar. Yes! So, But the thing is, the song is super dramatic. Fear <laughs> is a liar. And I was thinking, but this is a different kind of fear. This is like the, the swarmy voice of a, a doting mother going, don't yeah. worry, I'll take care of you. Just run away. Come back to mama. I'll take care. Yes. I was like, fear... If it's like, oh, you're, you're, you know, whatever, and making fun of me, that's one thing, like, but if it's like a warm, Sneaky. Yeah. it's like play, it's seducing me into depression, you know, yes. with a beautiful melody, and telling yeah. me, no, I'll take care of you, it's good to be oh. a little victim, a little sad boy, and I said, I need, to, I said, it's time to throw mama from the, dr- from the train, and then it switched into my brain, I said, I need to throw mama from the brain, yes. so, Ever since then, we were like, we got to do throw mama from the brain, and then we knew Swami Beyond Ananda, aka Steve, is going to come on today, and then we were like, this is all coming together too perfectly. Miraculous, miraculously. So now you want to? We'll, don't worry, we'll get to the breast, but I think the setup. And, is
3: good. and when we say break up with your mom or break up with your boss or break up like throw these, li- and we like to imagine them as like yeah. little like GI Joe sized dolls in our mind what? that we just go cuz it's cuz they're not telling us they're they're under the guise of they're watching out for us they're actually giving us bad information that either holds us back or 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 it, it it instigates me to act
2: in a way that I'm gonna regret later. Yeah, because it's it's like overriding our personal connection to yes. life, it's overriding our intuition, it's overriding yes. my personal inspiration and going, You can't trust that, you better listen to this like yes. this false sense of security. So we just imagine
3: that we're just plucking those characters, go, I gotta toss, you know, it could be my father's voice, or wherever I realize, wait, where am I getting this? Or Just a, a news commentator, yes. it be Something you heard on the news, you just put that little news commentator, the bad news commentator, and, I, and then we get to laugh with our friends. I go, I had to throw you know a news comment, wolf blitzer out of my brain. That's I had right, to throw this one out of my But when you think of that way, it goes back to like Swami's mission statement because joy is the strength of the Lord, yes. and this brings a feeling of joy, yes. that really rids me of the problem yes like really rids me of the problem yes and then my 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 insight and that's the perfect word for it because now i could see within what's real my insight is now restored. That's right. And I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Thank God I didn't listen to that voice. No, I, know.
2: I had another tagline for the show, speaking of because it could be your father. It could be anyone. I yes. said, the other thought was, stop listening to the mamas and the papas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because remember, Butterworth says it all the time. A lot of these metaphysical authors talk about it, which is treat the concern in your mind. Yes. Rather than trying to wrestle the conditions, Yes. start by treating the concern. And that's what we're talking about. It's no. And it, the funny thing is, you'll love your mother, your yes, father, yes. Your, your work more when you yes. throw them from your brain yes. and act from the truth of who you are. It'll free you to actually love them. I, I'm
3: glad you brought that up because I wanted to make that clear that we're not talking about breaking up and now you don't call them. And no, no, yes, that's sticking just sticking it to them, giving no, them a Gettysburg address. No, that makes their voice louder in your right. head. That's this, right. This this helps you love them and helps them be proud of you from afar. That makes sense. And I like the image.
2: I mean, they can't see it on the podcast, but the way you were grabbing into your head and throwing these things out, because it's like uprooting these things from the only place that really matters, which is in our own consciousness, in our own mind. Because that's where the real change happens. So the perfect
3: reading that went with the show is another one from A Deep Breath of Life, November 30th, and it's called Watch Your Bags. Oh, yeah. And it says at the top, when it comes time to do your own life, you either perpetuate your childhood or you stand on it and finally kick it out from under. Yeah. And that's from Rosalind Brown. It says, well, pe- peering over the edge of an airline counter, I noticed on the agent's keypad a long strip of paper displaying a question in bold letters. Are you carrying anything given to you by a stranger? The notice reminded the agent to ask each passenger this question. As the agent processed my ticket, I realized that the question is a good one for all of us. Are you carrying anything given to you by a stranger? Are you unconsciously holding any ideas, beliefs, opinions, morals, judgments, intentions, or worldviews that you have adopted from others? Learning values from others is natural, but unless they serve you, they're dangerous. If you are in pain or fear or have difficulty with dysfunctional patterns in a relationship or in financial areas, you may be carrying a bomb in your luggage. Yes. While you were unaware at the time you accepted it, you now have the wisdom and power to remove it.
2: Yes. I believe in the truth of God's presence and let all else go. Remember, that's the whole key to this stuff is. Uprooting this stuff so we can get back in touch with our real personal and trust our own personal connection to God, the source, to the truth. To, uh, just to, you could just say to who you actually are, to who I yes. actually am, and celebrate yourself. Eric Butterworth says, and then we'll do the breath after this. He yes, says, get rid of your crutches. It says un. Oh, uh, it says he starts. I, I highlighted some things, but he does. He says so much good stuff. This book, Celebrate Yourself, we highly recommend it. Um. He says, excessive dependency is a common ailment. It may be in the form of leaning on friends, teachers, doctors, or ministers. And then, of course, it could be alcohol, cigarettes, coffee, drugs, could be a job. Could be employment. Yeah. We have been misled with the belief that we come into life as empty creatures who must find fulfillment in the world. Unless something happens within us that reveals our relationship to the divine flow, we look for sure harbors, strong arms, and all kinds of synthetic means of support. We need to know that he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world so we can overcome any situation or meet any experience without leaning on people or stimulants. So he talks about how we must work, work at it. You know, it's a gro- the growth yes. uh, is what life is all about. So he says, take time to realize your inner support before you run home to mama or lean too much on a friend or advisor. He said, this is not a morality judgment excessive dependency is sinful only in the sense that sin is the frustration of your own potential every time you over lean on anything or anyone other than the strength of the almighty within you you progressively lose your self-respect it says you can get rid of your crutches, but first you must be willing to change your thinking you can't rise to new strength while dwelling on your weaknesses begin seeing yourself in the light of the possibility of change Don't fall back on the cliche, that's just the way I am. Thought is always parent to act. You may have been starting with external facts and thus have created a repetition of facts of a similar nature. That's just keep thinking the same things over and over again. So think the kind of thoughts that will produce the kind of conditions you want to see manifest in your life. Know that you are created in God's image, likeness, and limitless potential, and with limitless potential to do and do well all that needs to be done. And he says at the end he wraps it up with it is not willingness but it is not will but willingness it is not will but willingness God wills it say yes to it meaning it's our it's natural that life is
3: already flowing in a positive direction yes that life that isn't meant to be a struggle we just get in our own ways when we start distrusting that's right distrusting my own faith from within and I start listening to these well intentioned but not out for the best of me today voices. Right. It reminds me of, you're allowed to change your beliefs for better beliefs. If if the world you're living in, your life you're living, is not working, this was, I didn't know this. I thought, you know, I didn't know this was legal. I thought it's against the law to change your beliefs, right? right? But then I heard Wayne Dyer, of all people, say, we love to repeat this, Yes. a belief is just oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. a belief is just something that your mommy pinned to your lapel yeah. it's not
2: something that's inherent from within that's exactly right that is oh my gosh i'm so glad you brought that up so that now so true. our
3: three voices that help with this i mean our three voices by the way thank, uh, hello,
2: to, hello to sue hodgson rachel gallant sandy page everyone else watching or tuning in on facebook live yes. now or later we appreciate you. But go on. What were you saying? I was going to say now that the three breaths are a perfect, we, we can
3: launch into them now and they can help you. Yes. Whenever you're stuck and you need to, it's easy to tell when it's time to throw mama or papa or anyone, any voice that's not your own from the brain. Yes. The, the indicator is, I don't feel good, or I'm intimidated, or I'm afraid, right. or I want to run away, or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Any of those. Any of those ideas mean that underneath is a little voice that's no longer
2: working for you and needs to be tossed. Right. It's your thought, but that thought is not in alignment with who you actually are. Yes. So in that sense, it's like it's not even your... Thought. It's just somehow, yes. build, like like Wayne Dyer said, someone pinned it to your lapel. Yeah, now it's time to take that pen off and, and just let go of it and realize, like you said, it's legal to think what you want to think at any moment. And It just takes practice to realize how powerful it is when I transform my thought and think thoughts that are in alignment with what I actually desire. Because that's what life actually wants for me. So okay. let's go. Okay. Let's take a deep breath. Wait, do remember which one we yeah. chose? Yeah, I kind of. This I... one and this one. Okay, it's okay. time to. Okay. Good. Ah, when I need relief from fear and pain, it's time to throw mama from my brain.
3: Ah. When I need relief from fear and pain, it's time to throw mama from my brain.
2: Ah. <laughs> when I need you relief from fear and, fear and pain, pain <laughs> it's time to throw mama from my brain. Ah. All right. So I know we have another reading from Emmett Fox yes, Grant we do. always fought. This yes. is a book that we love as well. Can tell them what it is. Yes,
3: this is uh, Find and Use Your Inner Power by Emmett Fox. This is a great one if you're new. Yes. If you're new to any of these spiritual readings, this is uh, one of the beginners or
2: the kindergarten books we recommend. Which means also, if you've been doing it a long time, that's the same ones we read because yes. it's... Every time we read it and we read it anew and that medicine hits us, it just feels great. Man. But why we consider that is because it's very unintimidating.
3: It's it's not intimidating at all since all the little um, essays in here yes. are no more than two pages long. So they're right. one and two pagers, but those one or two pages literally, boom. Kick you right upstairs. That's just
2: like why we love Celebrate Yourself as well. I was just going to say, they kind yes. of go together, because Eric Butterworth's version of it is Celebrate Yourself, which is more usually like two to four pages. But we love these short yes. little rings to kick us upstairs. So this is uh,
3: from page 196. If you have the book, it's yes. called Grant, Grant. It's talking about Ulysses That's Grant. Always fought. But we're just going to jump to the part we want to um, emphasize today, and yes. it's this. The only attitude for a metaphysical student is. Now, you know, there's a definition, metaphysical uh, student. And I read this just from this book, this little pamphlet, another oldie but goodie. What is metaphysics from Unity? You can get this for free. Yes. We actually have a link to all the free Unity pamphlets. And a metaphysical student is someone who puts into practice in their daily lives and uh, And experiments with these spiritual truths with their life, their everyday life. So situations that come up, instead of cursing, we bless them. You know, just all these simple spiritual truths. So a metaphysical student, we're talking about someone who uses practical spirituality or practical Christianity. Mm -hmm. And he says the only attitude for a metaphysical student is, in quotes, I believe in divine harmony and nothing else. I do not believe there is any power in evil and it's not going to get any recognition from me. The truth about my problem is true now. He's talking about the solution to my problem. The truth about my problem is true now, not next week or next year, but now. And the truth concerning anything is all that there is of it. This is the scientific way of fighting and harassing error. To see that it has no chance to dig itself in. Judge according to the appearance.
2: Do no judge, not according to the appearance, but judge righteous judgment. Oh, you know what? The, I'm going to read another bit of Emmett from the same book that you showed me the other day, called, uh, called "You Have a Divine Agency." Oh,
3: that's my favorite because that's really the solution to this. Yeah. When we, when I, the easiest solution for me to not listen to Mama, besides. And I mean, any of these voices that I'm hearing that are telling me, watch out, the boogeyman's out there, or you're going to lose your job, or I can't believe you did this, or she might not
2: like you if you say that.
3: Yeah. They might think you're too religious. You know, whatever the voice is that makes me feel bad. Besides seeing myself pluck that voice out or laugh about it with a friend who's on the same page as me, the the way I could quickly get myself is switch to reminding myself, wait a minute, I'm an agent for God. I'm an ambassador of God's love. Let me see how I can contribute and express love in this yes. situation that my mind is telling me is scary. Let me just focus on how can I be
2: of service lovingly in this situation. And somehow that, that really clicks me out of it. Yes. Yes. So here we go. This is called You Have a Divine Agency. Some students of metaphys- metaphysics are fond of referring to themselves as channels, channels of spirit, spirit. channels of divine will, and so forth. The idea is quite correct, but I'm not sure that the word is well chosen. To be a channel seems to be a rather hollow thing. To be a channel does not seem interesting or inspiring. I prefer to think of man as the agent of God, for that is what he is. You are the agent of God at the place where you find yourself. You have reason, intuition, free will, and self-determination, and you can be a good and efficient agent, a poor agent, or a positive detriment according to the way in which you conduct your life. To be an agent of God is the most wonderful destiny that you could ever dream of. Practice His presence in all that you do, and you will indeed be His agent and the living witness to the glory of His name. Perfect timing. We're gonna yeah. We're gonna go to the break. I just want to also say that we learned that the word vigilance, because sometimes when they talk about this practice of being vigilant about your thinking, oh, we, I used to like feel pressure. that's very scared. That's too hard for me to be vigilant. But all it means, the root of the word vigilant is awake. Just be awake to what, how you feel and what your thoughts are doing. And as you wake up to that, and then you start making the connection to how that affects your life and influences your experiences, it becomes quite natural to make the shifts. So here we go. Coming up next, Swami Beyond Ananda takes us on the high road to health, happiness, and success with today's daily word, expectation. So thank you for listening to the Funniest Thing on Unity Online Radio.
1: We are spiritual beings having a human experience. Welcome to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. We now return to the funniest thing. Here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed, the best looking guys on the radio.
2: All right, everybody. Welcome back to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Today's episode is called Throw Mama from the Brain with Swami Beyond Ananda, a.k.a. Steve Bearman, which will be coming up in just a moment. Daryl, you want to start us off with a little prayer from, affirmative prayer from Ernest Holmes, Science of Mind?
3: Yes, this is from the Science of Mind book, which is a very giant, intimidating book, but it's one of those books where you just flip open to one page yes. and, and you may find. You
2: usually find something on the page. And this morning I just flipped it. It looks like a Harry Potter spell book. So just think of it that way. It's a magical little thing. It it is like a Harry
3: Harry Potter spell book. It's that big. So this is, as love enters, fear departs. Oh, just think about that. As love enters, fear departs. As love enters, fear vanishes. I am so filled with love that no fear can enter my thought. I am not afraid, for I know that a perfect intelligence guards and governs my every act. Perfect love casts out all fear. I'm unafraid and strong in my faith in that inner presence that keeps me from all harm. Perfect love casts out all fear.
2: Wow, that's beautiful. And on that note, we want to thank our listeners. Yes. We love you. Appreciate you. Appreciate hearing about how you're applying these principles. Remember, everything we're talking about is not true because Daryl and Ed says it is or any of our guests or anyone else. It's based on principle. Apply it in your life. See how it works. That's it. If it really works, it'll really work. So uh, thank you for tuning in. If you want to send us anything parcel post, you can mail it to Funniest Thing, P.O. Box 1312, Culver City, California, 90232. You can also message us through our website, DarylAndEd.com. Everything there is free. There's videos, meditations, um, readings. There's all sorts of cool stuff there. Our reading list we keep mentioning. Or, or you can message us through the contact form. It's very easy at DarylAndEd.com. We also always thank our chief engineer. He, This guy makes the whole station sound fantastic, literally. He's the heart and soul of Unity Online Radio. And uh, he's right there in um, Missouri. That's right, Unity Village. Where what? Unity was born. In the Unity Tower. I know for crying out loud. What's his name? Oh man, he's, he's, he's as handsome as they come. His name's Jeff Comfort, and each week he takes us right into the comfort zone. So, shout out to Message of Hope. They provide free spiritual material to those in need, they particularly share um, materials with the blind and visually impaired community. And institutions yeah. hospitals it's an outreach of daily word They even give daily words in Braille yes in yeah. Spanish 3066 is their number to to uh, support the ministry or to benefit from it um, next thing is the prayer line and we always give a shout out to the prayer line silent unity this was actually the beginning of unity that's right the first phone line in Missouri 800 now pray they have a an app the letter u the word pray it's free if you really want help throwing mama Mm. from the brain go to the uh, call silent unity 800-669-7729 or the through their free app the letter u the word pray you pray app at the app store you You can can type in your prayers. yeah text them their prayers it's amazing because (laughs) there's something about hearing someone else speaking from the consciousness of oneness of wholeness that inspired mm. place that makes it easier for me to get on board if I'm struggling in that regard because it's like it, when I see what's real, when I hear what's real, it makes it easier for me to remember what's real. Um, and man, I've had days change for the better instantly just because I was able to let go of my resistance and get in the flow. That's it. That's the key. All right, now it's time for the daily word. If you want to read the daily word, you can go to Daryl of our homepage. It refreshes every day, or go to dailyword.com. You can read it there we subscribe. They have a digital edition. You can get it in email, or you can get the print edition, which we both... I get the large print version. He gets the regular version. Yes. Daryl's been reading it, what, how long now? Since 1986, 34 years. 34 years. I've probably been reading it for 14, 15 years myself, and it is fantastic. We've had articles. Daryl's had multiple articles in there. Uh, We love the Daily Word. We recommend it as part of your morning routine, your daily inspired reading. And someone's going to help us with the Daily Word and just... Um, let Daryl and Ed off the hook for a minute so that uh, we can't. I don't know Think we have anything left in us to carry the show. <laughs> we know this fellow does. His name's Steve Barry. He, he also is, is known as Swami Beyond Ananda, and we're so happy that you're here with us today, sir. Well, thank you so much for having me, and I
4: just love unity. You know, it is my kind of a spiritual path, strictly non-dominational. And uh, having, <laughs> Non-dominational. having been to Unity Village uh, a number of years ago, I, I asked them a question that they couldn't answer, kind of like a like a Zen Cohen. My question was, do you do silent unity for the hearing impaired as well? And <laughs> somehow they didn't quite, I couldn't answer that question. But uh, <laughs> it's a Zen Cohen, you know, if you think about it long enough, you can get enlightened.
0: That's so right. I'm going to
4: read. Uh, Before we continue with everything else, I'm going to read the, um, the Daily Word for today on expectation. And I am filled with an expectation of unlimited good. My life overflows with the blessings of spirit. This awareness keeps me in a state of positive expectation. I know support, strength, and love through the divine presence within me, which keeps my expectations high. Truly, there is no limit to the blessings I can expect to receive or help bring into the lives of others. I remain open and receptive to all the blessings and abundance that surround me. My expectations of good extends far beyond the material prosperity. There are so many other ways I can and will be blessed. I share my spiritual expectations with others as I hold positive expectations for them. In giving freely, I am abundantly blessed. So I, I love that one and it's good to hear that we're all expecting uh, right. the moment is pregnant with possibilities. So uh, one of the I value the work that the work and play because it's play for you too. I value the work and play that you're doing because you're really helping people um, make uh, now and the future different than the past. So Thank you. Good work and good play.
2: We appreciate that. I was just listening to your, is it the latest episode with the author? It's about the, you're talking about how laughter heals. Oh, yes. With uh, with Susan Sparks, Reverend Susan Sparks,
4: who uh, wasn't a trial attorney. And then she became a stand-up comedian and Baptist minister. So, wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> that's her. Uh, and, and indeed, she really does hold the same uh, unity values that you do. And she's uh, she's doing that in in uh, in a more traditional Baptist church setting, but wow. uh, listening to her, the principles are really exactly the same. They're universalist principles. God is love, and uh, and the whole pur- her whole purpose in her mission of um, laughter and healing is joy and forgiveness. Mm.
2: Yeah. That's
4: it in a nutshell.
2: Yes.
4: Yeah. Yep. Yep. So um, wow. we're hoping to liberate many nuts from their shells. Uh, yes, <laughs> to, the, to, the, to the core seed of, what, of what's going on. So um, the Swami is around, uh, and through the magic of um, uh, radio, um, he'll be. He can change change costumes, and he can be here. If you have any questions for the Swami, if you have an answerable question, I guarantee he'll have a questionable answer for you. Um, so so you can talk to me or you can talk to the swami or you can talk to both of us but not at the same time
3: (laughs) do you have
2: any questions for the swami yeah i I would say uh, uh, let's see i was thinking about the question that was bubbling up in my brain was how did the joy become such a part of the swami's great wisdom that he shares with everyone, the joy and the laughter. How did how did that become such an important part of his life? Well, I'll tell you something. I got struck by
4: enlightening during a brainstorm. <laughs> and what I find is that many people approach me, particularly in these challenging times, and they say, Swami, how can I uplift the world? And I look at their faces, and their faces are in these little grumpy frowns. I say, first of all, If you want to uplift the world, you have to begin by uplifting the corners of your mouth into a smile, and this is called the levitational pull. And what happens is when you do this, even if you're not happy, if you put your mouth into a smile, you can actually physiologically trick your body into thinking that you're happy, and you produce all of these happiness hormones, and lo and behold, you're happy. So I think for me, the great discovery was that in a uh, society where we are told that we have to pursue happiness, and I see so many unhappy people who look like they must have run right past this, <laughs> I remember <laughs> that happiness is an inside job, and there is no need to envy other people who might be happier than you. Sigmund Freud called that happiness envy. <laughs>
2: Oh, beautiful. Thank you, Swami. We appreciate that. Daryl, yeah. did you want to share something? Well, yes. Um,
3: one of the things I do, which goes right along to Swami, uh, what Swami just said is every morning I write in what I call my journal. I'm from oh. New Jersey. So these are called joinal. <laughs> well,
4: you're from Brooklyn, huh? you from Jersey, actually.
3: You're from yeah, Jersey. From, oh, you're yeah, from Jersey. <laughs> yeah, Jersey. So we actually, actually, our mouths actually call journals joinals. So, yes. So it works for me. And I, and just this morning, I was thinking, how can I reduce that? I go, I, like, how can I simplify all this? Like, it really is simple for me. And I wrote, peace is, is my goal, right? Peace is my goal. My recipe for peace is simple. One, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want, which is also known as the universe will supply all my needs if I trust it. Right. God is love. Yes. And then three, I'm an agent of God's love. My job is simple. Always seek to express God's love and enjoy the thrill and appreciation for the miracles that follow. Because you ever notice, like, when you're just being aware of, okay, I don't need to combat everything in my life. I could really treat my life like yes. an exercise, an adventure, and faith. And instead of thinking, like, I even did this yesterday because yes. I had to go to Costco. And Costco, when you think about going to Costco, the thought isn't, ah, what a joyful, fun place. For some reason, the first thought of Costco in my mind is like. Okay, do I have time to go to Costco? It's like arming myself for right? yeah, you like know, sure, I was, sure. I was in the military. I did exercises in the military that didn't bring up the same type of feelings of necessary uh, of the need to feel arm arm and, end, uh, arm and armed. Armed right? and dangerous. <laughs> yeah, armed and dangerous as like what starts to percolate when I think I'm gonna go to Costco. So uh I said I'm gonna use this on Costco, even though I've done it a million times before, but we forget each time. And I said, I'm just going to bless Costco. I'm going to have the best time today. And then, Ed, we originally said we were going to go to Costco today after that's the right, show, right. you know, separately. And right after I had that thought, I get this text from Ed yesterday. It was crazy. It said, Costco is a dream. It's heaven, heaven right, right, right now. It's heaven right now. And we That's us- crazy. We usually let each other know that, meaning, like, there's no
2: angry mob there at that time. That means... So it's like so you blessed it, then I told you it was I, heaven. I know and we know heaven is on earth. It's within us when we bring it to where we go. So that's an amazing story. It's crazy. So that was and look, that was that was the that was yesterday's in my book, dude. So two things. Remember, agent. One of the definitions is a means or instrument by which a guiding intelligence achieves a result. Which brings me back to a question for Steve. And since our show is called Throw Mama from the Brain, and I'm, it's got me thinking. So, obviously, you're allowed. You're an agent, if you will, in this case, because you've allowed the divine you to come through as Swami beyond Ananda and all the other things that you do. For one, like, how did that start for you, specifically with the Swami beyond Ananda? And for two, were there voices inside you that you had to throw out, like, what are you, what are you, crazy doing this, or... You know, did you ever have to throw mama from the brain with regards to these type of things?
4: Well, let me start with the mama from a brain because this is very, very interesting. Um, In my serious work about humor, that's not a paradox, (laughs) I talk about the fool's journey. And we all start out as innocent fools. A child loves to play peekaboo. There's there's that innocent perception that a child has. And however, uh, on the the upside, there's that world of wonder that the child uh, lives in. On the downside is that you can plant in all kinds of toxic beliefs during that period of time. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, And uh, it's crazy what we get, the nonsense, we get tricked into believing. So right. as I think back on my childhood, we're, um, we weren't a particularly religious household. My parents were very decent people. But the only time the word God was ever mentioned in our household was in the sentence, God will punish you. So imagine being, you know, a young child uh, before six, and having that uh, not much, um, you know, uh, you know, uh, perceptual real estate to fill. A belief like that up a lot of space. Yes, I hear you. And so it's so part of what my journey has been has always worked through comedy because that was a my dad was a funny guy and that was a way that got me through living in a very bad neighborhood in Brooklyn. Mm. where the, old, the older kids had asked me for money, and I would say, hey, look, I live here. If I had money, would I be living here? <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I go, oh, yeah, that's right. they laugh, and they'd leave me alone. So I used humor as a weapon and a shield, and it wasn't until my adult life that I had, had to really take down some of the armor around humor. Mm-hmm. In relation to Swami, I would have to say a funny thing happened. And what happened was I was uh, I had my dream job. I was teaching uh, at Wayne State University in Detroit. I was teaching labor history to auto workers. I really liked it. They were very receptive. I'm being working class myself. It was a very easy connection. The funny thing that happened was I got laid off from the job. It was my dream job. But they had their tenured people they had to pay. The only job I could take was working for the city of Ann Arbor Michigan taking down trees that had Dutch Elm disease now true story my Jewish mother bless her she was afraid that I would catch Elm disease oh. <laughs> <laughs> talking about throwing my I said mom don't people don't catch Dutch Elm disease dogs can get it though she goes dogs can get it what happens to dogs I said I just worry about Buster she said, what happens to dogs I said they lose their bark. so at this job which was kind of like a dark night of the soul i'm in the winter time in michigan i'm shipping brush every day like where is this (laughs) going and i was working on a serious book i had written a book on education that got published by simon and schuster uh, several years before i'm working on a sequel and i'm sure that you understand sometimes what happens is you're pushing and the universe is
0: Mm -hmm. But you want to
4: be persistent. Mm -hmm. So I'm pushing through to get this book done. Uh, And it wasn't working. My agent couldn't sell it, blah, blah, blah. I'm sitting there working and I hear a voice. Now, I don't generally hear voices unless they're attached to people. Right. This voice said, let go of that book. It's the past. You need to focus on the future. I said, Mm -hmm. "Okay." I stopped. It felt good to stop writing the book. I said, what's the future? Nothing. Mm -hmm. So a few weeks later, I'm at work and they put this new guy with me who was a brilliant psychologist disguised as a truck driver. And he and I, uh, through magic, through total magic, created an ongoing interactive situation comedy at the workplace by doing a little newspaper that was a lot like what The Onion is today or The Borowitz Report. We called it States Wire Service. And it was a way of telling the truth about the workplace and making changes through the magic of comedy. Yes. Mm. And it had, I totally changed the direction of my life as I recognized, first of all, how humor has the ability to create novelty and playfulness, raise everybody's uh, above the line. It's a way of telling the truth when the truth can't be told in any other way. Yes, And I realized I'm very good at it. And my friend Larry and I became the most, influential people at this workplace and to give you an idea wow our our nemesis was the foreman foreman don mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. he
4: was a real tough guy he was an ex-marine and we were always up against don right right so um i just saw larry uh last last fall we had a reunion and he said you know over the years because he worked there for a long time he says, over the years i became friends with don and don used to say Boy, do I miss that newspaper. I wish you guys were still doing that. Wow. Wow. Because it created novelty and playfulness. Um, In my heart, I didn't mean any harm in the humor, even though being a male workplace, it could on the surface seem kind of vicious from time to time. Right. Um, But nobody took it poisonally.
2: Right. Mm. And
4: and so that's what uh, got me started on the path I've been on for the last 33 in the third year, so I'm long playing.
2: Wow. wow. This is so good to hear. So refreshing. It sounds so much like some of the stories Daryl's told about his life of becoming a cartoonist on a ship in the Bering yes, Sea. Yeah,
3: very similar.
4: Yeah. Very similar. You story you story. If you have that way of seeing, you can't help sharing it with whoever you're around.
2: Exactly. Well, that, that reminds me of the show, even how this has come about. You know, it's almost time to wrap up the show, but I was wondering if... Swami could come back right and, and give us one last stream of consciousness You about like yes. how to not be so stuffy in the spiritual world because we that's the thing that I mean you're speaking to it you just gave us some examples I wonder if the Swami could just give us one more kick up the stairs maybe related to how to not become so stuffy with everything quote that's going on in the world and stuff and still be joyous and free. In your experience, you know, in your expression. One of the things that I have been practicing is what is called cosmic comic
4: consciousness or fundamentalism with the accent on the fun and not the mental. Okay. (laughs) And as a fundamentalist, I believe that life is a joke. Mm. But God is laughing with us, not at us. The creator Mm. is watching the comedy channel. We're what's on. <laughs> this is heaven. I got to remember that in everything I
2: do. A fundamentalist. Yes. I, I thought he was saying a fonder mentalist at first, because that's a, a fonder, a happier, <laughs> I have happier to, mentality. I've never
4: tried to fondle any mentalist. I have oh,
2: a fondle mentalist. that of That's going a little too far than the newspaper. Swam. Stick to the newspaper. We are so great. Yeah, Thank Um, you, Swami. Thank you, Steve Behrman. Uh, let's go through. We got the mail. I know. So the kitty came in. I know, but I just wanted to, before we say goodbye to Steve, remind people they could watch, they could listen to wiki politiki. It's just like another, say another podcast like Daryl and Ed where funniest thing with Daryl and Ed, where you can get the medicine. We call it the medicine, the the uplift, the the other, another perspective on things. Um, any what else would you anything else you want to throw out before you go for people? Well, first of all, Wiki Politiki, WikiPolitiki, W I K I P O L I T I K
4: I. That's my more serious work and it our, our whole focus on that is bringing solutions, bringing left and right front and center to turn the funk into function and leave the junk at the junction. Yes. Uh, you can also find me at wakeuplaughing.com. I've been, you know, uh, in this lockdown time, it's hard to do comedy without an audience. I think they got medication for that, right? (laughs) (laughs) But I have been doing Zoom shows and um, uh, I've been doing benefits for organizations, concerts, Sunday morning church services and so on. So if you know anybody who wants to raise money, raise funds and raise fun and um, uh, have an opportunity to laugh in these uh, serious times, uh, give me a holler uh, at info at wakeup Dot com. That's info, I-N-F-O, at wakeuplaughing.com. And uh, as the Swami would say, namaste and namasko. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Bye.
2: Bye, Swami. Go ahead. Bye. Why don't you read that from I got Pro? mail.
4: Yeah,
3: Enzo, the FedEx feline, brought this one in. Dear Daryl and Ed, my angels, warm wishing you and yours Christmas joy and long endures. You lift my spirits, you brighten my days, you warm my soul, you point the way. You tell the truth, you bring joy to all of your listeners, watchers. Thank you. All is in divine
2: order. Namaste, Barbara Uh Weatherman in Florida. Amazing. We also got a letter. A Facebook message from Bonnie Wayne who said, Dear Daryl and Ed, I listen to your show a lot. I listen to Unity Online Radio a lot and have for years. It was great to hear what Phil Pearson had to say. Uh, On Friday, he reminded me of what I needed to think about, exactly what I needed to think about. I then listened to him at Unity in Honolulu. It was a YouTube video, which we recommend. Phil Pearson speaking in Hawaii. I have visited there so I could see it all. Guys, you lift spirits tremendously and have a way of illustrating the truth, which only you could do. I live in British Columbia in the mountains. Right now, it is pretty socked in and dark. Thanks for the boost. I will write again. Sincerely, Vani Yvonne Tessier-Nelson. Catherine Powell well, sent us a letter. Which you just read? No, that was actually from Weather, Barbara Weatherman. Oh, that was Barbara Weatherman. You handed that to me. I was thinking it was Catherine <laughs> no, Powell. <Where's laughs>
3: Catherine? Powell? Okay, well, for now.
2: She said, thank you very much for all that you do, and she sent us a very generous tie. Yeah, so thank you to Catherine Powell. Thank you to Barbara Weatherman. Oh, my gosh. Bon Scott has come down from heaven. Hello, mates. Former lead singer of ACDC. What are you doing here? I'm
3: here to sing the original lyrics to uh, Familiar Diddy, me and the Boys sang from down under. The real
2: song was titled Highway to Health. I I never realized you're kind of an interesting accent that combines Irish, Australian, English, and a little bit of Scottish. A little bit of Scotch right before you came down from heaven. (laughs) Ready? All right. Hit it.
4: No, stop
3: sign. Yo! Speed limit. Nobody's going to slow me down. Yes! Like a wheel. All right. Gonna spin it. Uh-huh. Nobody's gonna mess me around. Woo! Hey, Satan. Yes. Paying my dues. Okay. Playing in a rocking band. Oh, boy. Hey, Mama. <laughs> look at me. I'm on my way to the promised land. I'm on the highway to
2: health. <laughs> highway <laughs> to health. I'm on the way to health.
3: Highway to, to hell. hell. Visit DarylNet.com Ow. to find easy links to everything Ooh. we, we do. And anda, we love you. Thank you Street for being a part. love you too. Bunny is. Jeff Comfort, We love you. net on Unity Online Radio. We're on the way to hell.
2: Highway to hell. Highway to, to hell. We're on the highway.